Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 208 of the Junk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I'm doing all right, Tyler. Just had a bit of barbecue earlier on, man. So I'm feeling pretty fucking good. Right now, man. <laughs> I had mediocre at best Domino's pizza. So. Oh, man. What'd you order from them? That was so mediocre. It's, it's Domino's. Even the best stuff from Domino's is mediocre at best. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I, yeah. I got a thin crust uh, beef and bacon pizza, though. So. Dude, you should have got yourself like a Philly cheesesteak, man, or some deep dish shit. <sighs> A deep dish is pretty good. Problem is, my family not big on the hand tossed pizza. They they only eat thin crusts, so kind of. Yeah, I know it's bullshit. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like thin crusts, but I'm a, I'm a bit of a bread guy. I like good bread, so <laughs> a little doughiness to my bread or my pizza. Mm, mm-hmm. But it's whatevs, you know. You take a little, you give a little. It's whatever. Oh, very true. I got true. breadsticks, so it's whatevs. Works out in the end for me. Marinara sauce, dipping dipping the breadsticks in the marinara sauce. Mmm. Mm. Mm. it's good it's good stuff it, 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 other, other than the barbecue uh you doing all right oh man yeah i'm doing better i mean my pops kind of had a little bit of an accident like earlier on this week he had had like emergency eye surgery but other than that you know what i'm i'm just happy that it's the weekend i've been able to just unwind after a stressful work week and family stuff and uh you know what I'm feeling all right. So how about you, Tyler? Uh, I am doing good as well. Uh, it is Saturday. Mm. Uh, it's the first day of a three-day weekend. Yep. It's Memorial Day weekend, so it's always nice uh, to get that extra day off. The best part, my favorite part about the, the getting that Monday off is that's a short week of work, a uh, short work week. It's awesome. Like, yeah. It's like, cool, going to work. It's Tuesday, guys. This is great. I think every week of work should just start like that. Which I think every week we should just go on a Tuesday. That's how I feel. Wish that, uh, and still get paid forty hours. <laughs> but of course, yeah, of course. Uh, but you know, other than that, doing okay. Um, I do want to mention off the top. Uh, I haven't really been promoting this. I've been when I remember to do it. Um, I do it, but very often do I remember to actually do it. Uh, we people may may or may not know that we are doing the uh, drunk dash nerds flashback episodes. Uh, started in like February, I think. Releasing the original 62 episodes. Um, well, 61. Then there's like a half of one. 22.5 or something like that. So, 62 episodes of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast before we switched to Gen Gaming podcast. Uh, that got lost uh, when we changed names. Um, so, I've been slowly integrating those over to our new our current feed we have right now. So, one day, every episode of our show that we were done will be on one feed. Yes. Um, my, my original plan was, was to do two episodes a month every every two weeks do an episode uh i've been kind of doing a bad job with that um one being forgetful and two being kind of lazy to get out of bed and then get computer it's too much work for me um so anyways um 
we've we've been doing the shows. It's been one episode. I do like an episode here, and then maybe one three weeks later or something like that. So, uh, you may have noticed if you if you don't if you do subscribe to um, either us on uh, YouTube or iTunes, um, that there's been a lot of episodes lately. I think we've done uh, three two. episodes. Well, three episodes have been released in the past uh, week. Uh, there's two more coming out next week. I got one coming out. Uh, not only are you getting episode 208 on Sunday, um, as you know, because you'll, you'll be listening to it on Sunday. Um, there being episode, uh, I think it is episode 11, and then 12 next week as well on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, so kind of a way to make up for that. Also, we have a lot of extra room um, on our list for my Lipson account this month for uh, megabytes space. Uh, didn't really want to waste it. Figured uh, make uh, make good. Here's a crap ton of episodes um, to listen to, so uh, it's kind of a big week for us as far as um, content out there. A lot of it, I think, like I said, two week, two episodes last, three, two or three episodes last week, and then um, two episodes next week plus this show, so three episodes next week for for you guys as well. So yeah, a lot of content. Just want to get that out there. So if you don't subscribe to our, our YouTube or iTunes channel, um, you're missing out because they're especially this week. Normally, um, I think it's a pretty good show. Uh, you also are missing out a lot of old content. I've been listening to uh, bits and pieces of our old shows before I post them, and it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. I think we're pretty funny. <laughs> I might be a little um, pat myself on the back a little there too much. I don't spell my own rear end a little bit too much, but um, yeah, I like it. It's good. It's funny. I was listening to um, episode 13 today, actually. Um, yeah. 13? I believe it was 13. Love 12 or 13. I, remember. I can't remember. Uh, Sam Wright, a.k.a. Deadpool Sky, is on it, and uh, I was laughing my ass off do a good chunk of that so it's pretty funny uh you'll know uh when it releases uh, next week because um hopefully you'll listen to it because it's, it's a good episode um but anyways uh that we're talking about the past we're here to talk about the present and the future um we're gonna, we're gonna go on with that with uh what we've been playing this past week and i'm gonna gables i'm gonna start with you buddy we've been playing i've been playing a plethora of stuff today i was just playing a little bit of that uh mario kart 8 while i was waiting inside of uh a car dealership because uh, my dad's van has to get like has to get their oil change and like some sort of transmission fluid all gone through and all this other crap. So I decided to bring my Switch along and uh, I decided to try out the whole tablet mode for the Nintendo Switch. And it personally, it's the first time that I've actually done that because I just pretty much wanted to show my mom like the little bits of the features and stuff of what this uh, system actually can do. And she was kind of, like, uh, blown back and stuff like that when it came to the amount, like, uh, of options that you can play a game for the system with. I mean, for God's sakes, like, you just basically have, like, two controllers on the handheld and stuff like that that you could just give to someone else if you wanted to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've just... Basically, I've just been doing, like, a bunch of time trials for Mario Kart 8 off and on for the past few weeks. So it's like I've been trying to earn those gold wheels which that's basically what you unlock after you go through the entirety of the time trials and beat all of them since i've done that before on the wii u version of mario kart 8 let's see uh as it stands right now i'm still working on the 150 cc i may continue on with it if i feel like it i mean hell i've completed the 150 cc for mario kart 8 before so i'm not really in a hurry considering that I got other games that I really want to try to start up. And plus, there's going to be another huh, Switch game that I'm probably going to be purchasing in the next month 
So I am in no hurry to finish up Mario Kart 8. It's a fantastic game. I mean, I still recommend people to play it. I still need to get some people together to try to play some battle mode for that stuff, you know? Because it's like... Uh, yeah. I'll say, let me know when you want to play it, and I'll uh, hop on and play with you, buddy. Yeah, no problem. No problem. We we need to get, like... Uh, I I think we need to get, like, a couple of like people together and stuff like that. See if we can get some of the talking chip guys if they, like, want to delve yeah. in and try to get something going. I think I know more people that own a Switch already than I did ever with the Wii U. So I, yeah, I, no I shit. And I think anybody that owns a Switch, uh, there's a 90% possibility that if you own a Switch, you have Mario Kart 8 right now. So. I can and, and if you have um, a Switch, there's like a 110% probability that you have Zelda Breath of the Wild. So. No shit. 110%? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, man, those statistics are crazy too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like more people bought Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch because they're waiting on more of the fucking Switch to come into stock. And so yeah. just yeah, that's just too funny, man. But, uh, yeah, there are other games I've been playing this week. On Wednesday, I just, I got this message from one of my friends, and she wanted me to try to play Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands for the PS4, because she wanted somebody to, like, to play co-op with. So I, you know what, I kind of, like, uh, just dove right in. I just decided to just give it a shot, and so... Wednesday I went, I purchased it, I was playing a little bits with her from like Thursday and Friday night. I mean, hell, we had a long play session when it came Friday night. So basically what Ghost Recon, this Wildlands game is, it's an open world sort of sandbox game where you're taxed with with trying to take out this big old freaking like kingpin inside this particular country. I keep forgetting the actual country, (laughs) the country's freaking like... uh, like Cuba or something? Stuff. It's not... I think it's somewhere like uh, Bolivia or something like that. Hmm. But uh, basically what you got to do is you got to take out this drug cartel, this major drug cartel. And how you do so is you got to take out certain sections of the this guy's faction. So the thing is, you can do extra stuff for you. If you can, you can go ahead and like liberate the... These uh, Liberate the locals and stuff like that so they can rise up against this cartel that's pretty much like ruled with an iron fist and stuff along the way you can like get you have like a couple of squad mates with you so basically it's it's sort of like the squad things are kind of remind me a little bit of how mass effect the original mass effect did things where it's like okay you can you can assign a particular person to go to one place or to wait in a specific other place or something like that but that's not how i've been using my ai squad mates no other than, like, taking bullets for me, I just went ahead and I just, uh... There's this thing that you can do with this, uh, the drone and stuff. So, basically, inside this tactical game, you can use drones in order to scout out the surrounding area. And in doing so, you actually have an option to mark a specific target in order for one of your AI partners to take out. So, I've upgraded my drone to maximum in terms of how many marks I can do at a time. And basically what I do is if I know that there's some place that's going to be like a hot with a lot of enemy ter- like enemies in general, I go ahead, I mark them and I take them out one at a time, you know, doing this, like just taking out the snipers first, then going through and circling around to make sure I got like some of the more less than obvious, <laughs> less than obvious soldiers that are around. Because here's the thing with this game, you don't know 
where these drug cartel guys or if these this enemy like militia something like that are going to be hiding in little shadows and stuff to be perfectly honest this this is the type of game where it's like the ai is actually kind of smart where it's like they're hiding in the shadows they're hiding in specific places and you're not going to see them unless like you're right upon them so by taking the drone it's like one of many different types of scenarios you can do to take out like a certain like factions like portion of their the map or something or if you wanted to try to go through and like uh just you know get a bunch of uh, specific types of modifications for your weapons or get a specific type of documents that you can use to discover certain other side missions and stuff so basically what i'm trying to say is there's a lot of things you can do in ghost recon wildlands i am not even <laughs> i'm not even through a lot of the story portion for this first initial faction yet so it's like i've i've focused more or less on collecting a lot of the resources and a lot of the the extra weapons accessories and the weapon like caches and stuff for uh my first initial area because you know each potential area is ranked from like <laughs> one skull all the way up to six skulls and stuff so mm -hmm. it's like a one to six ratio I'm starting off from the lowest difficulty first. So it's like a one skull thing. I had to take out this couple, this uh, sick couple or something like that. And you actually learn little bits of intel on this on these people and stuff. You know how sick and perverse they actually are, you know. And you go through, you can actually take them out like in a particular mission and do and do like a lot of other types of espionage stuff. And my initial impressions of the game is the it's actually really interesting in terms of uh if you have a bunch of friends that love to do this tactical stuff, you're going to be right at home with this game. I mean, to be perfectly honest, this is very surprising how much good quality is present inside this Ubisoft game. <laughs> now, for it being a Ubisoft game, there's obviously some bits of glitches here and there. I have yeah. encountered certain, like, <laughs> I have encountered certain NPC characters, like, uh, glitching up and down, stuff like that, jumping around, like, certain things. I have gotten caught in environments before. I mean, just the evidence of, like, there's some portions of the game design being rushed. Kind of like how a traditional AAA publisher, like, developer does. Mm -hmm. So, Especially Ubisoft. A, yeah, especially Ubisoft. <laughs> but other than that, the gameplay is not bad. I feel like it's average in terms of how a open-world sandbox game should feel like. You have good options in order to tackle each mission. It actually encourages you to experiment with each type of, like, particular missions. There's lots of different areas for you to go forth and, like, uh, explore. There's a lot of types of weapons you can try out. So, yeah, it's just basically my friend and I have just been having a lot of fun just, like, going through things, going through the crazy shit and stuff. I've been, I've been like, freaking crashing helicopters, learning how to <laughs> fucking fly them and stuff. It's funny. Because she drives me to and from, like, for certain missions, or if she's wanting to get done with a certain mission and stuff like that, I just go and just do this, like, fast travel to her and stuff. But what, what I'm kind of finding is funny is her play style is she's she's already gone through the game once, and she almost has a platinum trophy for this yeah. shit. <laughs> Damn. Which, let's, let me talk about a little bit of this uh, this trophy stuff right here for this game. As of right now, the Platinum Trophy is like an ultra... It's considered like an ultra rare where like... 
a percentage is like three point something percent of people who've owned the game right now actually have the platinum trophy. But it's not necessarily hard to actually go through and accomplish a lot of this stuff. I've checked her like uh, profile. I think she's got about. I kid you not, 80 to about 90-something percent already unlocked. Damn. <laughs> and the best part about it is, it's like, you can play through the game like whatever difficulty you want it to be, so it's not like you can go ahead and play it on normal or hard or very hard in order to get a stupid trophy that you probably have... <laughs> well, more power to the people that actually love doing that stuff. But for me, if I'm going to play a game, I'm probably going to play it on normal. There's only... Maybe a small chance that I would switch into an easy or like a very easy type of difficulty, and that's if I feel like I am not gonna like this game going through all the way through it. You know, that's kind of like how I did with Resident Evil Six, even though I played through the first level and I kind of uh, eventually sold off my system afterwards. Not saying that I just sold off my Xbox One because of Resident Evil Six, but it kind of contributed to it. I mean, it, it it's a fair <laughs> argument. I mean, that's, I would have sold my Xbox One for the same. It's a it's a big reason why I sold my Xbox Three Sixty. He's really? Resident Evil 6. Yeah, not really, no. I just, <laughs> but, I mean, it was a factor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speak, speaking of, are we going to play through Resident Evil 6 this summer, too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Tyler. That just gave me a migraine just thinking about it. <laughs> but, you know what? Anything's possible. <laughs> hey, 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 there we go. Never say never in the world of Drunk Dash and podcasting. Yeah, I, I owe you a playthrough for this DLC for Destiny, and I owe you a playthrough along with the fucking Resident Evil 6. Nobody, I mean, nobody owes anybody anything except for uh, Capcom for making <laughs> Resident Evil 6. They, they owe apologies <laughs> to the world. Oh, yeah, no shit. I'm trying to think of what else here from this uh, this Ghost Recon. Not this Ghost, like, this Wildlands game. Oh, boy, there's, there's actually quite a bit of little customization options and stuff. I actually modeled my character act after uh, my in-real-life work attire from Goodwill, <laughs> which is pretty fucking funny. I got a black beanie, I got a blue polo shirt, and I got my black Carhartt pants and with my work boots. <laughs> and I got my glasses on and everything, and here I am just toting around, just shooting like drug cartel guys and just doing my whole shtick about like going parachuting out of planes. It's like, hey... Hey, is that a Goodwill worker? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Goodwill worker. <laughs> oh, hey, is that that guy at that thrift store? Oh, my God, he's carrying an AK-47. <laughs> you should have just, you just uh, made yourself dress yourself up like uh, Macklemore. Oh, my God. And I just, like, oh. just throw, like, 99-cent items at people. <laughs> it smells like R. Kelly sheets. You like, just chuck it at somebody. Well, fuck, it was 99 cents and just run off. There you go. See? We should just be game developers. Or not developers, but we should just come up with ideas for games. Man, if there was an option where it had like a side, like a sideways kind of afro, kind of, not afro, but like a mohawk air, like haircut mm-hmm. similar to what Macklemore had in that video. Let's have some zebra jammies and like all sorts of various other shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that would have been pretty funny shit i mean my friend had a good chuckle when i told her exactly what that thing's modeled after <laughs> but um no let's see the overall impression i got of wildland so far is it's actually quite surprising in terms of the gameplay quality of it i'm not bored with the game the game can get hard in specific situations, especially if you try rushing in head first when there's a bunch of like, like 
enemies and set up a specific territory, and they will f do their best to go ahead and just try to shoot you down and stuff if you don't think on your feet with certain things, even on normal mode. I mean, gosh. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing, Tyler. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, I just want to mention, that's kind of, I think like, that's cool. Uh, this is, you know, these, this isn't typically one of the games you play. It's not your kind of game. Oh, no. Uh, I'm no. glad to hear you're enjoying it. Because, uh, yeah, usually when you play these kind of games, it's because Jake or I force you to do it. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> <but> very true. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, 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 what was it, the, the um, Division beta? Played a lot of that. Oh, my God. That game, that game was terrible. Yeah. Um, we play a lot, you know, Destiny, I don't know if you were forced to do that one. You played that game, you beat the game no. three times. So. No, yeah, exactly. I beat the game three times because the gameplay I felt was worthwhile to play it through with different characters. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, is this game better than Destiny though? In terms of the Destiny main game, so far, yeah, it is sort of better because of how the the quality of the story. I'm actually still going through unlocking particular portions that are much more fleshed out and much more like uh, interesting in terms of the original story for vanilla Destiny. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll accept that answer, but. For now. I haven't played the game yet. I can't judge too much. I'm judging you, but I, I can't. But I am. But I will. Uh, I shouldn't, but I am. Um, well, there's one other game that we, we both played. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll jump into this uh, before I jump into what else I've been playing. Um, the ARMS Global Test Punch uh, is happening this weekend uh, and next weekend as well. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They have, I think it's like Friday, there's like two one-hour stretches. And then Saturday and Sunday, there's three one-hour stretches. Um, you can look up the, the times for your time zones, um, on the internet very easily, I'm sure. Um, but we both played it. Uh, I think we both got about a half an hour in, uh, of it played Roughly. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what do you think of the game so far? So far, it's been pretty fucking fun to be totally honest with you. I had a chance to play a couple of different styles of matches I had like about two one-on-one -on -one matches. Let's see, I played that volleyball sort of like uh, mini game thing twice, and I also did a foray like a triple threat match in like a tag team mode too. They have, triple, they have a triple threat mode too. Holy shit! Yeah, know. yeah. There was oh. actually like like a like a three-way sort of like fight. You know, that was pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. You uh, what, what what character were you using? I was using like uh, Springman pretty much because okay. I wanted to use I wanted to use someone that uh, that would probably be a well balanced character that will best introduce me to the game and stuff. So usually the guy they introduce first in a fighting game, particularly happens to be that sort of guy where it's okay. Let's let's like appeal to him for the people that's just starting out playing the game. Yeah. He's a basic balanced character. Yeah. So that's pretty essentially what I did. I picked the Springman. What I love off the bat is they give you use of three different types of arms in general. You have the standard punch, you have this sort of a hook punch and stuff like that. Then you have this thing that shoots the rockets for uh, Springman. Yeah. Now, I didn't I didn't experiment with some of the other characters, and I did see heavy fists. I, I didn't have a chance to face off against people who used Min Min, who she has her dragon stuff. I did face off against a Helix character, though. Which Helix is that sort of like a DNA splice, a kind of like yeah, uh, a green experiment. Gl glob, blob he's basically thing. he's basically flubber with gloves. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> flubber with gloves. 
That's what he looks as. It's just flubber with no, gloves. Oh boy, Robin, Robin Williams was in this game. as a side character. That would be great. They could have like totally ripped off Punch Out and like had him be like like the trainer for Punch Out, Robin Williams, and then yeah. Flubber would be would be the boxer. Missing out, guys. Missing out. I'll tell you what, man. It's like for a basic concept, which is a an arena fighter, pretty much. This happens to be probably a, a lot more complex than people probably would have thought about it because I was using my pro controller to play it, and uh, I loved the I loved the aspects of how I could control my punches in specific ways. I mean, with a hook punch sort of accessory that I had on uh, Springman, I was able to just go through and have it like home on to people whenever they're trying to move back and forth and stuff. So on the basic one-on-one matches, I based I I only won like about maybe two or three matches in all in the past half an hour that I had a chance to play it. Which hey, not too bad. I was actually surprised how many matches I got in in the span yeah. of a half an hour. <laughs> I didn't have to wait for too long, but uh, I thought the regular match one-on-one was pretty good. You know, it was all it was pretty good for a standard match and stuff. What's really fun is when you go through like the three or four way or even the tag team matches and stuff like that, man. Because you you gotta you're chained to your freaking teammate, so yeah. how they move and how you move is gonna be totally different, and you gotta work as a team in order to try to defeat the other like uh, team. And of course, the guy that I was paired off with and stuff like that, he was playing as that ninja character. So he is relying upon speed, and here I am, almost like going in the exact opposite direction and stuff as he was doing. I was kind of dragging him down. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> gameplay is fast. It's pretty fun. Let's see. It really actually makes me want to go out and buy the game day one, like I said I was going to. I mean, if anything, I think this gameplay, this this whole, like, uh, test punch dealie is going to convince a lot of people to pick up arms on day one. This is a great example of how Nintendo should go forth and advertise a game, a new IP, mind you, with something like this. Because it's pretty damn colorful. For a fighting game, it's really easy to pick up and just throw a few punches and have a few rounds here and there. There's a lot of interesting characters. <laughs> And also, it's like, there's a lot of fun ways you can go through and, like, have, like, specific matches. Like, say that particular volleyball match. Mm-hmm. My, my uh, teammate and I that I was partnered with, we were going through and, like, uh, just jumping and trying to angle certain punches uh, just to move the big old beach ball. Because if you hit that ball long enough, there's, like, a gigantic bomb that's hidden inside of the darn thing, and it'll just fall straight down onto your court, and you can't punch it to the other person's, like, net or anything else like that. But, uh, I had another, like, like, a net. Like, almost like another, like, uh, volleyball match, and that was a one-on-one, and I ended up winning, like, four-to-one. <laughs> because nice. I was using Springman's, like, combination punches, and the dude using Helix either probably didn't have familiarization with the whole, uh, his movements yet or it's just basically i was able to just go a little bit too fast for him but i'll tell you what was fucking funny it's my last match before the whole server thing shut off for the night i was facing off against a helix character no it was it wasn't no it was against that ninja character now that i think about it 
we were like fighting and stuff like that. I had a little bit up on him and stuff. He was about to try to attempt to do a comeback or something like that. And then the server, they shut off. I see <laughs> that I automatically win the match. It's like, hey, look at this. I just won. <laughs> I won. I, like, I try to go back out. Oh, shit, man. It's over already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would you, what was your thoughts about it, Tyler? So... We talked about last week, the Direct, and I said I, I didn't know if I could care less about yeah. this game. Um, I remember a few years ago when they announced Platoon, and I was like, remember after the E3, I'm like, that game, that looks dumb. I ain't, fuck that game, that game's stupid. And then they the Global Test Fire, and I was like, fuck yeah, that game looks, that game is awesome, I'm buying it day one. And I was hoping, you know, I, I was, I, like I said last week, I was like, I couldn't, I, I don't know if I could care less about this game. Uh, and I was hoping that they would. I was, but deep down inside, I'm hoping maybe they'll they'll fucking splatoon me again, and I'll, lo- I'll actually I'll play the test punch, and I'm gonna love this game. And I was like, but I don't know if I have it in them. Those fuckers did. This game is awesome. <laughs> this game is so good. I love this game. I'm buying it day one. I pre-ordered it, it immediately. <laughs> this game is so good. Oh I my told god. You. This. Oh man. Damn you, Nintendo, for being so good at your games. If only your online was better. I, I have some I have some issues with the, with I, I played um, about about thirty forty minutes or so. Uh, yeah, jumping into it, I, I forgot about the one this evening. I got sidetracked, but I'm gonna plan on playing it a bunch tomorrow on Sunday and then next weekend as well. Um, I'm great. Uh, the only thing that sucks, I wish they would do one on Monday too, since Memorial Day a lot of people are off. But whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I, I hopped on and played. Uh, did the um, the tutorial stuff. I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. I'm like, okay, I was doing the hook stuff. I was doing some fights. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. And then I jumped into the online. I have complaints about the online part where it's just like you get thrown into a server with eight other people or seven yeah. other people. And sometimes it can take a little bit to get into a game. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt. Especially when you first jump into the server the first time. Uh, I, I, was, I sat there for probably two, three minutes waiting for a game. Yeah. Mash up into a game. But... Um, once I got to the games, it was it was it was maybe like a minute in between, which isn't awful. Um, one thing I don't like is that, and I hope this isn't indicative of the actual main game, is you can't pick the type of game you're going to play. So it could be the, it could be a triple threat match, it could be two v two, could be uh, volleyball, um, basketball, or um, just one v one or whatever. You don't like, at least from what I could tell in in, in the beta test punch thing, whatever. Um, there's no decision you can do there um but unless you you have a you can do two player online so you can have a person with you there you at, go. like uh brick and mortar with you sitting next to you on a couch playing with you then every single time it's 2v2 or some sort of workout like that um but yeah no i, I played a couple games on uh played maybe eight or nine games online um and the first one i played i destroyed this person I, i'm hoping it was a child um, so <laughs> you have a track record of destroying children online so destroying children in uh in nintendo games is, is kind of my thing i'm like the lebron james destroying children in, in, in nintendo games um um so anyways uh played the first game destroyed them i think they might have hit me once or twice i'm like oh my god i'm like am i good at this game or this is that a five-year-old i don't know uh anyways Jumped to another game, played that game. Had a really tough, like, I think it's like a 90-second time limit on each match. Yeah. And we actually went down to, like, the wire. Like, there was, like, I lost, but it was, like, eight or nine seconds left on the uh, on the thing, um, on the timer. And it was, like, a pretty tough, like, we were swinging and 
diving pretty good and yeah. blocking at the right time. I, that's one thing I got to work on is my blocking because I just sometimes I'll get into like a, just like to start uh, hitting the hitting the, the swing button. Um, oh, I and know, then I, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. I'm like, I was a tense. Like, I don't think I took a breath in that entire fight. Like, um, like that was pretty cool. That was pretty tense. And then um, I went to another match. Did my first two v two. I'm in love with two v two matches. That oh, no shit doubt. is the bomb, man. I, that's that's why I want to be able to pick what I do because I'm just gonna do two v two matches. I don't want to do anything else because that stuff is so <laughs> much fun. I'm like I'm kind of like the, you know like in the like in like a wrestling match when there's like there's like a um like a three way like a triple threat match when there's three people. Yeah. Like I'll have like people like off to the side fight a little bit and then like um I'll like like get like a little punch in the side there when they're not when they're not looking or yeah I'll let people duke it out or like I'll just do like little cheap little tactics there. Um, and that's kind of what I was doing a lot in this game. I was like, my, my, my teammate probably didn't like me too much, but I was getting some shots in and we won every single two V two match. I, I did like, I probably lost, I think I went like one and two or one and three and one V one matches. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the two V two stuff, man. Oh, that was, there was some good, there was actually one that was actually really cool. And allowed me to, um, pat myself in the back a little bit again. Um, the, we did, uh, like my, my teammate, Maybe because of my tactics of letting him get take most of the beating, uh, <laughs> he got knocked out, and I had like three fourths of my health left. But they only had like um, each of them only had like maybe a third at most, a quarter to a third uh, health. So I was two two versus two of them against me, and um, I actually came back and I I beat both of them barely. Came down to me and the other person when we we're both basically next next punch one, and I I actually dodged a shot with the dash and then uh, punched him. And I found a cool strategy where like the uh, some people, some people, I found a good, um, a good way to counterbalance it with like I'll, I'll jump and I'll punch. Yeah. So like I'll jump up in the air and I'll start, I'll start swinging a lot. And some people have issues with that. And there's other people that are, you know, that are actually pretty decent at kind of dashing it because you got like a split. There's a decent delay uh, when you're jumping in the air and swinging. That if you're good enough at dashing, you can easily get around it. But if you're not, man, you can abuse that. Um, oh my god! Like no yes. other. Dude, the uh, dashing things in that game is pretty fun too because it's like you can do just like a do a dash jump punch or just dash jump punch and stuff like mm-hmm. that or just dash do this. The only issue I really had with like the control really is just the blocking mechanic because I don't want to press down on L three because I instead yeah. want to use the shoulder buttons to do a like a block. Yeah, that's I agree. I like I wish that instead of like so if you hit like the like so if you do. With the, I I only did it with a hand with the controls. I didn't I didn't do any of the motion stuff. Oh. Um, with the, if you hit L and R, you can do A and B. A is like I think A is right and then B is left. Yes. Or you do L and R, which is left and right, obviously for your arms. Uh, if you do L and R at the same time, you do like a you hit you like you do a grab where you grab them and you hit like a combo yep. on them. And I think that's also how you do your power up too. Uh, when you max when you build that up. Um. I, w- I wish that maybe was the was a block button because like in most um, like fight night and stuff like that they, that is the block button I believe is that when you hit both at the same time you can block or whatever at least the older ones the newer ones I think it was a little different um, and that I mean that was like instinctually what I was going for at first was like trying to hit both at the same time and instead of like blocking I was trying to grab instead I got hit in the face a few times it took me a bit to like kind of get a little better at the blocking but yeah that's one thing um, I'd like to change like when we get the real game is maybe change the map of the the buttons um but no i i, I use helix he was my main guy uh, i i used uh I, I liked him a lot actually um he has uh this this cool like I, I found this really cool combo like he has this one like it's a big blue ball and it's kind of like a bouncy ball like he'll yep. punch it'll like kind of bounce off the ground a couple times and it can still hit him if they're a decent length away and then there's the other one I, on my, my right hand i had like a dragon 
and it shot something out. I don't know what it was, but it was like ice or if it was a beam or something. Yes, but it was, it was ice. Shoot. Was it ice? Okay. Um, so it did that, and that was pretty cool. Um, so I did that. Yeah, I, overall, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, oop, I had my computer stand there. Um, <laughs> overall, though, I mean, it was fun, but I'm concerned about, like, what is there for gameplay to do, like single-player stuff. Uh, like, there's a Grand Prix mode, but is that just... Like the typical fighting game arcade mode where it's just like fight 10 guys, climb the ladder, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter stuff, where it's like beat these 10 guys and you win. That's it. And then there's seven characters you can do with each character and that's it. Because uh, that'd be a bit of a bummer um, if they're not going to have um, a lot of online stuff. Like they have like the, the, the few different modes. Like they have the volleyball. Volleyball is pretty fun too. Um, then there's a basketball one, which I haven't played at all. I don't know if that was available in the test fire or test punch, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, but yeah, overall though, uh, I have done a total 180 on my thoughts on arms. Um, and I'm, I, this is it's one of those cases where I'm happy to be wrong. You know, like I want Nintendo to succeed. I'm a Nintendo fanboy at heart. Um, even though I probably am like most critical of them on anybody else when it comes to this on the show. Uh, but yeah, I, I, the more I, you know, we need, they need more, um, new franchises. They can't rely on the old stuff. Uh, anymore and you know they so far in those past few years platoon and um so far arms is, is looking like it will be two for two on that well three for three if you count uh captain toad treasure tracker um the greatest <laughs> game of all time <clears throat> but anyways yeah no great game uh can't wait june 16th uh it's only a few weeks away uh i'll be picking that up can't wait um but moving on we do have some uh news topics to talk about we're still in that kind of uh pre-e3 mode right now where you're hearing a lot of like People are, are um, I like the new thing they've been doing the last few years now with, with um, E3 stuff where it's like, we're going to give you some details and we're going to announce games and give you a little bit, or here's a lot of it actually, yeah. of like details about games going into E3. So when they go into E3, it's like, we got a lot of stuff out of the way, so now we don't tell you all about this stuff. Here's like, a, here's like bigger stuff coming out. Like, we got the little shit out of the way. Here's the big stuff. Um, they've been doing that. Like last week we had Destiny 2. This week you got Far Cry 5. Um, yeah. So... Uh, that guy, I mean, it was, it was like the worst kept secret, um, outside of Mario and Rabbids game, uh, in video games over the last few months. Uh, it, people have been talking about for a while now. It's going to be, it was set in Montana. Um, supposed to be coming out, uh, before, um, the next fiscal year. Um, and it dealt with some like cult like people, uh, or like crazy Christian people, basically, where they're just nuts. Um, and every rumor that they, that was out there turned out to be true. Um, this is going to take place in Hope County, uh, Montana, uh, with some fucking crazy ass religious, um, nut people out there. And basically it's like the sounds like from what I'm reading is that it's, uh, these people think like the government and everything, United States is going to shit and which is very apt nowadays. Uh, it's a very, it's a very good game for 2017. It's almost, uh, based on a true story. Um, so anyways, uh, that's what we got so far. We got some, we got uh, a teaser, and then we got an actual like two minute trailer. But no gameplay has been shown so far. I guess they did some stuff a little while back where people got to see some gameplay for like uh, insiders and um, developers, or not developers, but like uh, uh, people that work like GameStop, Art of GameSpot, and Giant Bomb IG, and those people have got to got to actually see some stuff about it a while back. And here are the more details. Um, there's a lot of heavy embargo on it, but also it's coming out. Um, on February 27th, 2018, which was the biggest mm-hmm. shock to me about this whole thing was it's, I figured if you're, if you're announcing this 
you know, here and now before E3, this is probably going to be a 2017 game, holiday 2017 game, but that's actually not the case. Um, yeah. A few other things that were announced for it is that you can play through the entire story um, solo and two-player co-op. That's the thing they added in Far Cry 4 with co-op. Um, there's also going to be aerial. Uh, you can be able to fly a plane and do dogfights. That's going to be a first in the game. They had a <laughs> dog they had like a little helicopter you can fly and you can shoot out of, but you were only shooting like your regular gun. You didn't have like an actual, uh, you weren't doing real dogfights or anything. Um, also, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, American vehicles, you know, muscle cars, ATVs, boats, uh, big rigs and stuff like that. Um, nothing really new. Like there's going to be, some, I guess, sledgehammers and baseball bats. That's something they're adding to it. Um, oh, you can actually recruit uh, people to help you fight. Um, that's a new thing. Wow. Uh, not, not a new thing for Ubisoft games. They've been doing that since Assassin's Creed, I want to say Revelations, probably. Maybe? Um, so that's a thing that's been in a lot of other um, Ubisoft games, so. Uh, but it's new to the series. Um, you're going to be fighting a lot of... You can... The thing I was worried about when I heard certain rumors was that well, how is this going to work? Because the thing about Far Cry is being in these exotic lands or these weird areas that you don't typically see in gaming. And there's all these exotic creatures and stuff like that you can fight. And I, I was kind of bummed that that might, be, not, might not be the case. But they are having... like They do say there's going to be bears and cougars and there's going to be um, elk and stuff like that in the game. So maybe not exotic creatures, but there's going to be some... They still have the animals and the hunting in there, which is one of my favorite parts about the uh, about the other... The last two games. Not the last two. Primal, I didn't even play Primal, but three and four. The last two numbered ones. Um, and then I think it's a different team developing this one. I think it's uh, Mont- Ubisoft Montreal. Um, I don't remember who made the last one, but I believe it's a different uh, developer uh, making this one. Um, have you seen the trailers? Or I mean, I'm, Yes. I, Okay. Yes, I have uh, seen the trailers of the Far Cry Five and stuff like that. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. The whole setting in Montana, the whole like uh, possible like things about it, like a religious like Christian cult and stuff like that. You know, it just seems really interesting in terms of the subject matter. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. too sure how the gameplay is going to be because we haven't seen any of it. Which they're probably going to save till maybe E3, possibly. Yeah, I imagine we'll get a bunch of... I mean, if Ubisoft has another 32 hours straight long uh, press conference, I imagine we'll probably get 20 hours or so of gameplay. We'll probably see the whole entire game by the time it's done. Go on. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, you know what, hey, that's... Well, that's cool. That was out of left field. I mean, I did personally never even heard about the rumors coming from, like, Far Cry 5. I just hmm. just was reading it, like, on my break one day. It's like, what the... F- Far Cry 5? What? <laughs> Montana? Really? It's like myself and my coworker just like talking a bit about it. And it's like, oh, oh man, it's so cool. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Oh, okay. I mean, I remember when Far Cry 3 came out, I thought the game was fantastic. I, that yeah. came out. Of, that was a game that came out of left field. Like, people played Far Cry 1 and 2, and it's like some people loved it, some people hated it, some people thought it was okay. It was one of those things. Uh, most people thought it was okay at best, though. Uh, one of those games. There were a lot of problems with it. And Far Cry 3 came out. And it totally changed the game on the way we played a lot of open world shooters. And uh, especially with just like going in and going to bases and the way you can just like you can attack them from so many different angles. You can go stealth. You can just guns blaze in or like, oh, there's a bear in a cage there. I'll just shoot the the chain off and it'll just kill everybody in this this base from this <laughs> camp and I'll take it over. Like it was just like it, it was the satire. It was like it was like serious but it was it was being um, there was a lot of satire to it it was over the top um, but it wasn't like in your face it wasn't like scary movie like over the top it, it was very subtle and I like that a lot about it um, 
and it was great, uh, especially in the being. I can't remember where you were, but it was like a tropical island, and uh, the the bad guys in, the, in those games uh, in that game oh, was great. Yeah. And then Far Cry Four came out, and it was it was based that game over again in, in the Himalayans, uh, and it was a good game. It was it was fine. It was just basically Far Cry Three, but in a different setting. Which I mean, not the worst thing in the world. It was still a fine game, but it was. I think a lot of people were like, okay, it's like, it's a good game, but we need something different. And they tried it with Primal. It was more the same kind of techniques, but this time you you know you're playing in you know the uh, caveman days instead of modern days in a weird world world a uh, real uh, weird world. Easy for me to say. Um, so I mean, like I was saying, I was a little bummed when I was hearing some of these rumors, but at the same time, I was but I was thinking once I saw this trailer, it's like. Well, it's like, I really didn't, like, if they made Far Cry 5 and it was just, like, Far Cry 4 and 3, but, like, in a different place, that's a bit of a bummer. This, I can be down with, maybe. I know we haven't seen the gameplay yet, but it's so far, it's a positive for me, um, coming from someone that really likes those games and playing those games. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy it's not coming out in 2017, because 2017 uh, holiday season's already kind of packed, and we haven't yep. got the E3 yet, technically, so... Um, a lot of shit going on, but yeah, so far, uh, I think a positive start, good buzz around it. Uh, seems like, um, the public is out there so far is liking what they've seen. So yeah, I guess we'll hear more in a couple weeks, but so far so good. Yeah, no doubt. Moving on. I mentioned it a little bit ago with something we talked about a couple times already before. Um, but Mario Rabbids game, uh, looks, sounds like it's more real than, um, it seems like every couple days more rumors pop up for it, and it just sounds like it's pretty much a 100% sure thing at this point. Uh, so screenshots leaked um, this past week uh, with kind of a bunch of the rabbits, the bunny rabbit things, whatever. Uh, it was going to be called Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Um, and a bunch, some of the screenshots we've seen has like the rabbits and they're dressed like Luigi, Yoshi, Mario, and Princess Peach. Uh, and then it sounds like those are going to be four playable characters and also Mario, then the Mario, Yoshi, uh, Luigi, and Peach are going to be playable characters as well. And they all have, like, guns on their arms, like Mega Man style, which is kind of weird. Um, and I'm not sure how I... F- you know, I'm not, like, a hardcore Mario guy. Like, ooh, you, c- you can't have a gun. He's Mario. He is a gun kind of thing. You know, it's, like, not that into it, but it is kind of weird seeing Mario with a gun. And it's, like, a chomp-chomp gun, which right, kind of right. makes up for it. But still... Yeah. What, what, what are you at in this game? Well, so without far. seeing any type of gameplay, without seeing any type of other types of uh, thing in related to it, you know, this Rabbids game. I saw the pictures going forth, circulating around Twitter and stuff, plus the stuff you posted inside of our uh, Facebook Messenger stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really don't know how to feel about it right now because it's like, I don't like the Rabbids. I'm not too sure what direction this game is supposed to be leading into or what. I mean, the concept and stuff doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. No, but... but uh... I mean, real quick, uh, they're making in the same engine, the Snowdrop engine, as they made South Park's uh, Fractured Butthole. Okay. Or they are making Fractured Butthole in. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same kind of gameplay style. Okay, so like a 2D sort of game, possibly? Well, 3D side-scroller game. But with some turn-based battling is what I'm getting. Well, with what it sounds like it's going to be. So I wouldn't be surprised. If it, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, think of what a Stick of Truth was. Right. But with Mario graphics, 
Um, but with that, with the Stick of Truth gameplay, that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. Huh. Well, you know what? If that ends up being that way and stuff, I just got to see some more gameplay. I just need to see some gameplay of it just to really decide. I mean, I'm not really too hot on the idea right now, but let's see what E3 brings us. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird collaboration. Um, it's supposed to come out, I mean, it sounds like it's coming out for, in September. Um, That's really soon. And yeah, Ubisoft is making this one. Uh, I can't remember what studio is doing it. Uh, yeah, I, I have a theory on this. I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking about like, because we're doing like a prediction. We're going to do some predictions next week for E3. Oh, okay. Um, one of the things I was thinking about is that Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like, they said it's still being made, and there's been rumors forever that it's going to be a time exclusive to the Switch. It's Ubi- Beyond, Good, Beyond uh, Good and Evil 2 is a Ubisoft game. Yep. I wonder if this was part of, like, the deal somehow, where, like, Ubisoft got the Mario title license, and then this is, like, the kind of the thing they, they threw Nintendo's way to get that license. It was like, mm. hey, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is a game people want to play for 15 years or whatever, but waiting for however, whatever Beyond Good and Evil came out. It's like, we'll give you that. We'll give you exclusive on this if you give us Mario for a game. And this could be it. Rabbids is pretty pretty much a, uh, a Nintendo, I, I not really, not technically an IP, but it's been a Nintendo, essentially, I think, exclusive thing. I don't think it's been any of their consoles. Um, well, maybe there's a couple 360 games now I think about it. But yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, they'll never get, they're never going to say it, but maybe one day it comes out, it's like, we gave Beyond Good and Evil 2, and then they gave us Mario for a game. So, it's something um, to think about. You know? Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, just... there's been strange... Here's the thing. It's like, there's been other types of strange trades that, that have went on, you know, not just the gaming industry, but I'm just more or less thinking about, like, in terms of how Disney actually got the rights back to uh, their one of their former mascots that they had, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, you know, mm. one of Walt Disney's creation by trading Al Michaels yeah. to, uh, what was it, NBC or something like that? Yeah, they got, yeah, because NBC owned the rights to it, yep. So, just hearing about potentially that it may be something in sort of a deal between Nintendo and Ubisoft to how maybe have exclusivity for Beyond Good and Evil 2, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, it's crazy to think that 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 maybe this Mario and Rabbids game probably was a result of something that that deal went down. And it also mm-hmm. goes back to, hey, Nintendo made a deal with, like, say, uh, Platinum Games to put out you know, Bayonetta 2. They pretty much funded yeah. the development for that game. So, you know what? The more I think about it, the more it may possibly be a thing. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was going to be one of the predictions for next week, but then um, Ubisoft released, I think, earlier today that the Beyond Good and Evil 2 will not be E3, but will be revealed sometime later this year. So that's why I'm mentioning it now instead of next week. Um, yeah, next up, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 um, announced late last year, but rumored for, seems like, a decade now. Um, really a lot of, the three big games this, this week that um, we're going to talk about uh, that have been terrible as far as keeping uh, rumor, uh, keeping, um, the stuff in house, like this stuff's been leaking forever now. Yes. Red Dead Redemption Two is like there was like the map leak like two years ago. I swear, um, I think maybe a year or two, yeah, but maybe a year ago. But it feels like two years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it got delayed. It's supposed to come out fall two thousand seventeen, and it's actually going to be coming out spring two thousand eighteen. And not only um, spring two thousand eighteen, but not until after um, March. So sometime 
Oh. April or May of next year is when this game is going to see the light of day. So, uh, I really don't give a shit about this game. But, and I don't, I mean, I, I'm not a big Rockstar guy anyways, but they really care for Red Dead Redemption 1. I understand why people love it, why people think it's one of the best games of all time. I'm not disputing that. Um, but yeah, um, it's, yeah, I mean, the Rockstar doesn't need to be a holiday game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V came out um, in September one year, and uh, not technically, I guess it's not technically a holiday, but uh, that game is one of the highest selling games of the last decade. I think it's sold like, it's shipped over 80 million copies. Um, it's sure still it's, consistently in the top 10 sold games yeah. in the MPT stuff each month. Yeah, and they, they're they still one of the highest grossing games every year uh, just because the online stuff is so well supported and so many people are still playing it. Uh, they'll probably keep supporting that for a while because they they said they blew well, away their predictions what they are going to make uh, last year uh, when they did their just, call last year. Let's just say week. this. Let's just say this here. Any other types of developers and stuff, they would kill to have that much of exposure and that much of like uh, consistent success like Grand Theft Auto V has had on <laughs> since release back around when was it 2013? Uh, five, yeah, 2013 came out a couple months for the new consoles. Then, yeah, quintessentially that's a last generation type of game and stuff, and it's still consistently selling even on those older systems. That's how, yeah, damn. Well, that's yeah, how. Got... Well, well, anyway, it... go ahead. Well, it got re-released for the. PS4 and Xbox One, and yeah. also got put on. It's ported to PC, so it's on. It's on everything. But yeah, no, it's it sold like gangbusters on the 360 and PS3 though forever. But my initial point is, and it kind of correlates to what you were just saying, is Rockstar. They don't really need to just rush out Grant like Red Dead Redemption Two. They know for um like a fact when they do release more information about the game, and when they eventually do like uh, announce a release date for it everybody is going to be going forth and try to buy this game day one you know so it's i'm not really too surprised that there's not going to be any type of news i mean rockstar in general has made it sort of a pattern the past couple of years of not really having a presence at e3 yeah and also delaying their games they're like nintendo uh, they're like the north american equivalent of nintendo we're like hey this game's coming out uh next year and it's like like six times to like two years later so, remember when Breath of the Wild was to come out in 2014? Yep, uh, that was that's very true, and uh, <laughs> we're glad that the thing got delayed for so long. Oh yeah, it worked out in the end, and in most cases, I'm sure it works out in the end when a game gets delayed. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer for people that look forward to it, but yeah, in the end, uh, it's not going to matter. Um, so, yeah, and I, you know what? Before we wrap up the show, I completely forgot. So, it's what? so excited to talk about ARMS. I actually played a couple other games this week, and I want to go through them <laughs> really quick. Okay. Uh, damn you, arms. Uh, I, I finished Injustice 2. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, I actually finished it the next morning. Uh, I was like an hour away from ending, beating the game. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Uh, the game's over. I mean, you could. I think I beat it in like four hours, and I lost quite a bit. You could probably beat it in um, three hours. Well, maybe it was closer to five hours for me, actually. But if you if you flew through the game, you could probably beat it in three and a half, four hours. Uh, if you're good at that game, um, I played on normal, so and I kicked and that game was kicking my ass. So, uh, great game, love the ending. Like, I talked about a lot last week, everything I said, uh, but better than what it was last week. Um, the way it ended, all that, the boss battles at the end was was really great. 
Awesome. And I can't wait uh, until 2019, uh, May 2019 to play the game, uh, play Injustice 3. So, um, hmm. another game I played, I played just this morning, actually, uh, is a game called Late Shift. Uh, it is okay. made by, I believe, Wales Interactive, I think is the name of the company. Uh, they made a game la- that came out late last year called The Bunker. I talked about it last late last year, and it was actually one of my honorable mentions for Game of the Year uh, last year. Um, it is a FMV full uh, motion video uh, game, um, all live action. Uh, bunker was like you played a guy, played this guy grew up in this bunk, bunker underground. There's uh, during the war, during a big war, and like a nuclear kind of holocaust kind of happened, and then it was just kind of his journey. Uh, he was the only one, the only one left, and you were slowly figuring out the putting the pieces together what happened to cause him to be the only person left alive. And also his journey tried to escape um, the bunker he was in. Um, this game just came out. Game, I think it came out a few weeks ago. Um, you, I think it's like fifteen bucks, maybe. It's on everything: PS4, Steam, Xbox One. Um, this is their second game they made. Um, basically, you play a guy um, that he, he works the the late shift. He works overnight um, in a parking garage, like a high end parking garage, where people drive right. Mar- Maseratis and. Uh, a lot of other really nice cars in that game. I don't know the words. To do. I don't, I'm not a car guy. So, but some cool looks, cool looking cars in this game. Um, but anyways, uh, kind of what happens is um, he's working. He's working the night shift, and then someone's trying to steal a car, and he gets, he gets brought into this heist where people are trying to steal this um, ancient um, Chinese like bowl that's like thousands of years old. It's yeah, priceless. Um, he gets brought up in this heist, and basically, what you're doing is you, it's, it's you're basically watching a movie. And you make decisions throughout the, uh, throughout the game that can affect it. I guess there's actually seven different endings to this game, and there's um, 14 chapters. And I, I beat the game a little over an hour, oh. um, and I only saw 10 of them. So there's, uh, I guess, a lot of the stuff. I did a little research on it because I was kind of curious. Like, is this game worth going through again to see more stuff? And the majority of it is the same, but there's just you know like some. You did you go left instead of right. Um, You'll, it'll change a few things here and there, a few scenes, or you might see, in this case, you might see a whole different scene in this because you went left here uh, right. than you would, and that, and instead if you went right the other way. Um, but I, I thought, it, I actually really liked this game. Um, so far, I really like Bunker, obviously, um, and I I, was, I think I like Bunker more because the acting in this game is not that great. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's not like, no, it's not like low budget um movie there's actually some good like um some good like camera work there's good um the actors are pretty good there's there's some good quality and money put into this this game and like some of the shots and some of the cars they have in it that shit ain't cheap um it takes place in wales obviously wales interactive made this game uh so deal with a lot of the foreign cars in there a lot of nice foreign ass cars um so they're definitely putting some money it's not like some freaking uh shitty low budget movie you're gonna get for 99 cents uh at the at the at the blockbuster back in the day guy mm. stuff but um yep. yeah it, i mean this the, the acting at points is kind of is kind of weird there's like one 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 point where like you're you're trying to steal the the bowl and yeah. like the, the guy like you go to an auction and you're doing like an auction thing for it and you're gonna steal at the auction and the guy that has it like the, the guy that just works there you're stealing from him and one of the guys you're with starts choking him out. And he doesn't even like he doesn't even try to defend himself. He's just like he just accepts he's gonna die. He just goes limp immediately. And he just lays there until he's he's strangled to death. And I just thought of, I just started laughing audibly. It was just like like 
you're not even gonna try. Like it was like it was just like he just put the thing around his neck and then immediately went limp and he just fell to the ground. Like, okay, that makes sense. Um and like it's not a very long game, like I said, a little over an hour, so less than like a full length movie. And so some of the, the switches and characters, like the way the reactions are to some things or the way they get over things is really weird. Like there's like one point where your character you play as is like super pissed off at somebody and then like you make there's two decisions you can make and you pick one and it's just like he's totally like flipped his mood like he's totally fine now i'm like that's weird okay yeah that is weird yeah i was like all right i guess he's fine now everything's cool it's whatever he's in a good mood i'm like okay like this the way they it's tough to talk about because this game you know without because it's a movie it's a you just you spend 99 percent of it watching and then do like maybe 40 or 50 button presses throughout the game some big some small but anyways really cool game I, I think if you are interested in those kind of like the, the decision games um like the telltale s kind of game like that um, right. check it out especially like if you like, like some of that fmv stuff you play bunker play this game it's pretty good too um yeah i i really enjoyed this game a lot more than i thought it would and i i'm kind of tempted still um to check out the game again and see what happens differently um because I, I did i did i did like it and some some of the characters in this game are pretty good um and kind of over the top ish it, it's good it's a good game it's a good b game yeah um so yeah um uh, if you have an hour to kill and 15 bucks in your account check it out it's not bad um so yeah that's what i've been playing this week outside of arms um yeah i think, I think that might be our episode for the week unless you got anything you want to add no i'm pretty good from here okay i figured i just want to excuse to take a drink of my beer um <laughs> anyways um i want to thank you guys so much for listening to us this week um if you want to hear more from us we are on facebook we have a page and group um drunk dash nerds podcast so like and join us on there on youtube we're drunk dash nerds podcast uh so subscribe to us on there our the episodes go up on there um and also um our episodes go up on itunes so um subscribe to us on youtube and subscribe to us on itunes and give us a like on youtube and give us a five-star review on on uh itunes I think I said give us a like on iTunes. Give us a like on YouTube <laughs> and then give us five stars on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. And also on Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. Um, so follow us on there. I, for some reason I think about that one for a second. Uh, it's a good place to go for whenever the episode uh, whenever episodes go up. It's one of the first places when it gets posted. So uh, if you want to get listen to the show right away, that's a place to that's a place to be. And also on Twitch, we are uh, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. So follow us on there for any streams that we do. Um, we'll be streaming Destiny, uh, excuse me, very soon. Um, so get ready for that. And possibly Resident Evil 6. Ah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I, I might hate myself midway through the Leon campaign and give up. So who knows? Maybe they'll be the one forcing me to go through it by the end of it. Well, that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna love the game, and I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna like remember how much I hate that game, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go through it for Gables. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna totally flip the boat. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's all the place to check us out on. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to us on the two hundred eighth edition of the podcast. Uh, I was your host. I was Tyler, and I have been Colonel Gables. And until next week, everyone, peace out. E three is upon us pretty shortly. <laughs> and remember, kids, don't drink and drive.
Excuse me. Give too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>